Welcome everybody to Dad Talk Live. I am your host Viz and today we are joined by the star of the upcoming movie Hex, Kayla Adams. Before we get started, Hex is coming out on August 16th to video on demand, digital, and DVD. Be sure to check it out guys. We're going to be sort of touching on some of the inner aspects of the movie today but you definitely got to see it to enjoy the full experience kayla thank you so much for being here how you doing today good thank you for having me i'm really excited to talk to you uh like i told you before we went live i really enjoyed this film so let's get right to it uh first i have kind of a silly question hex is a thriller horror movie as skydiving being its background theme now i'm pretty positive 99 percent sure that the skydiving scenes were all done by stunt coordinators but did you ever get the urge to go up to the director and say you know what can i do a jump <laughs> Well, the director had an urge to ask me if I wanted to actually skydive, and I was like, no. <laughs> you I think they were, even as a rap gift, they're like, are you sure? I was like, no, no, I'm good, thanks. <laughs> Don't you have a background in stunts? Uh, you've done some stunts earlier on in your career? Yeah, I did a little bit. I mean, nothing compared to, like, the real season performers out there, many of which are my friends. But yeah, I had a really athletic background. So it was one avenue um, for my work. It was, you know, a short avenue. And I tip my hat to performers because my God, what they do for yeah. the shot is insane. So yeah, it was fun, short lived, but uh, takes a lot of energy. And I was like, yeah, I don't really want to break every bone in my body. <laughs> <laughs> I totally, uh, totally agree with you there. Now, the title Hex, when people come across this title, uh, Hex, they're going to assume this is a, a paranormal movie about a curse or something along those lines. But it's not. Its background theme is about skydiving. And Hex is actually a maneuver. Uh, done by a group of skydivers. Uh, when Hex was described to you, when you got the part, how was it described? Yeah, so it's kind of like blending the two that you just said together. So it is about a group of skydivers that need a certain amount of skydivers to perform this one very complex um, jump in the sky, which is called the Hex. Mm -hmm. And obviously without giving away too much, because trust me, when I read it, I was like, oh my gosh, there were so many twists and turns in it. But um, this one particular formation, the Hex, um, is a cursed skydive once you've actually done it in the sky. Mm -hmm. And so you'll see in the trailer, if anyone's watched the trailer, somebody disappears mid formation and we start to unravel where he went or what happened and who's behind it throughout the whole show yes and we're going to be sort of getting into that as we go along as well now you play the lead character sarah uh when you were building sarah's backstory what kind of story did you come up as to why sarah is such a loner mm -hmm. well sarah's and it, it addresses it in the script but sarah's dad was a professional skydiver so mm -hmm. she was you know, she was a kid at the drop zone. And it's funny because I actually had a family member who was a big skydiver and it is at drop zones. It is a family mentality. Mm -hmm. People stay there all summer long with their wives and their husbands and their kids. So she was one of those, you know, and her father 
you know, is passed away. Mm-hmm. And so after that, you know, and, and I'm, I can relate, like when you go through a loss of someone really significant in your life, you kind of retreat sometimes. And I think that character specifically, she really retreated and it became hard for her to trust anybody, you know, and her journey, her personal journey throughout the film is opening up and trusting people again, mm-hmm. literally trusting, you know, your your skydivers, your fellow skydivers with you, but on an emotional level too, is just reopening her heart to, to relationships and, you know, changes the relationship with her mom in the film. So on a personal level, it's about her opening up again. Speaking about Sarah's mom, there's a rift between Sarah and her mom. It's very obvious you two are having a conversation and we sort of get a little hints as to what happened. Uh, Sarah's mom mentions she doesn't like how you guys left it. She is sort of taking ownership of her, you know, really overreacting and so on. But when it came to you and to the, you know, again, going to the backstory building and the rift that exists between Sarah and her mom, is the passing of her dad the main uh, fuel that is firing that rift? Yeah. And I think, you know, any, I would think most parents, when they find out that, you know, their son or daughter wants to skydive, I think anyone's initial reaction is like, no yeah. like mama bear instincts kick in it's like no my daughter's not going to be jumping out of an airplane repeatedly <laughs> so you know her having the same path as her father because he was a skydiver as well um and then knowing that he's no longer with us i i would imagine as as her character um would be really challenging to accept and that kind of lend hand to me to show that sarah's a bit of a rebel you know yeah. not everybody doesn't listen to their parents right mm-hmm. like a lot of people actually listen to the guidance of their parents and sarah did not i wish and my three kids did <laughs> would, wouldn't that be much easier <laughs> it would but yes yes absolutely and a million of million books on parenting would have never been written if that were the case yeah, yeah definitely <laughs> true so yeah. uh oh. now a lot of movies involving skydiving are usually action you know Movies like Terminal Velocity come to mind, going back a little ways. Uh, what did you think about the writer and director taking the skydiving uh, theme and putting it into a thriller horror environment? I thought it was brilliant. Mm-hmm. I thought it was really brilliant, especially because our directors have so much experience skydiving. They have, you know, uh, I think Andy was one of the Red Bull champions at one point. And I'm sorry, Andy, if I got that wrong, but I know he's like really, really good. And our producer, Joe Box, I mean, Joe had been in the stunt world performing stunts. I think his first stunt ever was doubling Leonardo DiCaprio on Titanic. Wow. You know, forever ago. And, you know, he's a big coordinator now and and produces. Um, so just being able to have such high, high level of expertise in skydiving and in stunts from our crew perspective mm-hmm. come together felt so safe, so exploratory, um, and really shows on screen. I read somewhere that you really like to do a deep dive into each character that you get. Now, when you're doing that with the varying different characters that you have played, let's take Sarah in this instance, what kind of research, how do you deep dive into, like I said, in this case, Sarah, what did you do to get into the mind frame of Sarah? 
So every character approach is different because some are really close to you and some are like a huge stretch of your imagination because they don't seem like they would be any version of yourself. Um, Sarah, I, you know, I felt some similarities between her and I, and I, you know, her backstory was so rich. I got a lot of it from the script, but I created a lot of it on my own and really texturized. Like even when you asked that question about um, her relationship with her mom. So I have to build you know, 20 plus years that we don't have written on the page in my body. Yeah. And so for me, like how I work with my coaches and for even auditions, it's I'll do a lot of private moments. So I'll just spend time in my body as the character for scenes that are not written in the script. Yeah. So there's life in between your scenes, right? Mm -hmm. You can fill that up with a real character, a real, a real person, a three dimensional person. It's funny because my coach always says, you know, our characters are never less interesting than you. They can't just be two dimensional. They have yeah. to be as complex as we are as human beings. And we're not simple. We're very no. complex. There's yeah. so much in the gray area. So for Sarah, it was a lot of backstory. There was a lot of research in skydiving and an actual real time, like physical practice of how to fold her shoes because there's scenes where I'm I'm folding my shoe I'm packing my bag, but I'm doing it while having like a light conversation. Yeah. And that is not something that Kayla even knows how to do because there's a million lines on a parachute and I'm like trying to do it and look like a pro and have a conversation. And I was like, oh my gosh. So it was, it was a lot, but you know, that's the challenge of acting and that's like the tiniest challenge. There's bigger, there's way bigger out there, you know? So it's just like challenging yourself and showing up and being as authentic to your story and serving your character as possible and whatever you need to do, whatever research you have to do, like sign me up, I'm down. Now, Sarah is mentioned throughout the film. She doesn't stay in a place long enough to make friends. Uh, mm -hmm. Circumstances lead her to come back home to her mom. She does her skydiving solo. She comes across this group led by the character of Payson. Uh, so when Payson is trying to entice you to join the group and you're putting up resistance, uh, going into the acting and, you know, with the body motions, there's some banter that is done between you and Payson, uh, through dialogue and through body motions. I mean, that particular scene, and I'm talking about the one where you're getting in your car and he's sort of blocking your way. What kind of special things do you do to sort of hint to the audience and to the other character, your your character partner, that, yeah, you know, get out of my way, but I am sort of intrigued by this little group that you have going on? Yeah, I think a lot of that is like, you know, my work on my own is the like you address the physicality and like some of the the physical behavior that we had between each other the more authentic i can be the more work i do to embody the character the more behavior comes out through my physical behavior if that mm -hmm. makes sense yeah right so for that scene it's like you know sarah obviously there's a chemistry between her and payson you know, sometimes you just meet someone and you don't really know anything about them, but you feel like a little electricity. Mm -hmm. And for whatever, you know, your trauma or your wound is, and for Sarah, it was her not being able to open up or yeah. let people in. You know, you just have to layer in that complexity. Here she is with this guy who she think is quite cute and he's funny and he's witty, but at the same time, you know, her natural instincts is like close off, guard it. So that becomes that inner conflict. And as an actress, for me, like that's how you texture and layer characters having an inner conflict. Because I, as Kayla, 
I'm not walking around without conflict. I always have, we have, always yeah. have something going on inside of us. Everybody so does. yeah, yeah, exactly. Exactly. So just being able to like ask a lot of questions about my character and Sarah and like, why would she behave that way? You know, and then filling that life up. So it feels natural on screen. So the audience can feel what's going on without necessarily it being the lines. Right. Yeah. Absolutely. Now, as you mentioned earlier, Hex has a lot of layers that get peeled back as the film progresses. As an actor, do you find these type of roles where the story has a lot of twists, turns, layers, challenging, and does it keep you on your toes? It was super challenging. I read the script probably like 70 times. Like, <laughs> and dog-eared and post-it notes and it would be really funny because I at one point I remember the director was talking to an actor about someone in my scene about like they're like no 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 on on this scene and I was like page 42 scene whatever and they're like I'm like I don't know I just know it like I knew everyone's part throughout the entire script I was just so well versed in it mm -hmm. because there were so many layers that pulled back you know, like horror movies and thrillers have a lot of twists and turns. Yeah. And if I'm confused, that's not good. So, <laughs> so I had to be very, very versed in like where we are, what world we are in, who, where am I? Like just the basic things, but because it's set in a horror film, you know, it's a little bit more complex than a rom-com yeah. where it's like, I'm in a cafe and this cute boy and I are on a date. <laughs> yeah, exactly. It's a lot more. It. It's a lot more layered than that. Now, yeah. uh, going back to Payson, who's played by Matthew Holcomb, uh, by the way, uh, what do you think about what he saw in Sarah that really locked his sights on her? I think that they both kind of had that lone wolf quality. Um, I obviously can't speak for, for Matthew and his prep on Payson, but I, I think that he felt like we both were after something bigger in our lives. And I feel like we had that unspoken connection there and everyone else, you know, all the other characters are like, they're fun and they love to party. Cause there's a lot of partying in between there, you know, on the drop zone, drinking beers and having campfires. And both of those two, I mean, pacing was kind of fun party guy too, but we, we both had like a seriousness to us mm -hmm. that sometimes you just feel that connection with somebody and you don't know why it is. Yeah. So it felt like, it feels like for me, like Payson had that like unspoken, like there's something similar between the two of us and I don't quite know what it is yet. I think you guys are both leaders. That was my take. Oh uh, yeah, I'll take that. Yeah, you guys are both <laughs> leaders, like alpha type personalities. Now there are a lot of fresh faces in this cast between shooting takes and so on. How did you guys get along with each other? Great. We had so much fun. We had so much fun. We got really close by the end of it. It was a, it's a big cast, you know, but for the, I mean, we just, I mean, Matthew and I actually did a short film together afterwards. He wrote it and I, a super talented director friend of mine hopped on and we did the film festival route with it and got really great feedback. So like nice. out of that came a really fun working relationship that I never would have expected. Um, but we just got along well, there was no drama. Seriously, like no drama. We just enjoyed each other's company, had fun. And honestly, everyone gave 110%. Mm -hmm. Like they poured so much into it, which is why I'm so happy it's out or coming out. And I'm so stoked for my directors because I know that this is like their their baby. Yeah. So 
Yeah, I couldn't Absolutely. be more proud. Absolutely. It's yeah. like less than a week away. Now, there's a, a wonderful scene that you mentioned earlier on in, a, in the interview where a skydiver vanishes in midair. Now, obviously, when you're shooting this, you don't, you don't get to see it. But when you saw the final product and how it was put together, uh, what was your take on that scene? You know, it, I didn't know how they were going to do it, actually. I had no idea. Um, and well, and it I, happened so quick. Yeah. One minute, yeah. one second is there, then boom, he's gone. And you're like, what the hell happened? And I think that that, and I could be wrong. I'm not the writer or the director, but I think that that was what they wanted it to be. I didn't think, I don't think that they wanted the disappearance to be the, like the actual act of the disappearance to be what we're like, what happened? I think everything else where we travel to that explains why it happened or how it happened yeah. is more of a story versus like, I feel like that just had to be something that was like quick. It happened. It left us being like, what? And then now we're on the train and we're going, you know? Absolutely. And as the story unfolds, again, we, we can't give away any spoilers. And you start interacting more with other members of the group. You start getting close with them. Uh, then there's another woman in the group, Lisa, who sort of sees you at bad luck. Things started to go bad when you joined the group. From the moment you joined, she was just really against you. Uh, what is your take on why Lisa disapproved of you? Is it just the woman, woman competitive thing? It's the same for men as well. I'm not, you know, putting women on a separate pedestal, but yeah. did she see you as a threat? I think she, yeah, I think her character was definitely threatened. I think um, in this world, I don't know if it was like a female, female choice or if it was just that, you know, Sarah had a really good reputation of being a very talented skydiver. Mm -hmm. And so there's a bit of a hierarchy, right? Yeah. And I think she would have maybe felt threatened by that. Um, also, you know, they had their click, it was their crew and you know, your roles in your crew. And then in comes this new person that mm -hmm. people's attention turns to because she's so badass in the sky and mysterious. So I think, you know, naturally anyone's going to be like, well, mm. and, you know, to be kind to Lisa, Sarah wasn't overly friendly off the bat anyway. No, so no, no. I didn't help the situation. <laughs> That's right. You're, you're, Sarah's the type of person is, this is who I am. Yeah. Love me or hate me, whatever. I don't care. And, and, and she's more happy with you hate her. She's like, yeah. that's better, actually. <laughs> that makes it easier for her to distance herself. Absolutely. Exactly. Uh, Kayla, I want to thank you so much for coming on here and sharing your thoughts about this movie. Again, to our audience, the movie is called Hex. It is coming out on digital, on demand, and DVD Tuesday, August 16th. That's next Tuesday. I highly recommend you guys check it out. Kayla here is the main lead. Uh, she's supported by a wonderful cast. And there's just so many layers of this story that we couldn't get into because it would just ruin it. But you are going to be taken on a ride from the very first minute all the way through, literally to the ending. Kayla, thank you so much. Do you have any final thoughts you want to share before we go? No, thank you. I just want to say thank you to you for having me on, and I hope everyone enjoys it and has some fun watching it. Absolutely. I think they will. I want to thank our live audience and those who will be tuning in later on to watch this. Again, on behalf of Kayla Adams and myself, stay safe and stay walking. Bye, everybody.